When I was a little girl, I'd have given any of my teeth, especially before my permanent teeth came in, to have a book that showed all the birds I could possibly see in my backyard. Oddly enough, I didn't know there was such a thing as a field guide until I was in college, but I know that if I'd seen one as even a very young child, I'd have been enchanted and maybe even obsessed with it. I suspect that's because none of the adults in my life recognized birds except pigeons, robins, and cardinals. Ducks were ducks and sparrows were sparrows. My mother called what I later learned were grackles, crows. I did know blue jays existed thanks to Bird Stamps, the little golden activity book, a book my grandpa gave me when I was four or five, but I had no clue that anything as cool as a chickadee existed. Yet I cannot remember my own children ever once cracking open a field guide on their own. If they noticed an odd bird in the yard, they told me about it, I told them what it was, and that was that. As much as they enjoyed helping me take care of individual birds when I was a licensed rehabber, and as much as they searched out birds I wanted to see on all our family vacations, they were not interested in birding themselves. They somehow decided, probably not even consciously, that birds were my province. We always planned our family vacations to accommodate my birding, but we balanced that with whole days doing things everyone else chose. I strongly believe that when children of any age ask the fundamental question, what's that? We have an obligation, if we don't know the answer, to show them how we find out. That's why I think every home should have at least one good field guide to birds and field guides to other natural phenomena, such as mammals, reptiles, amphibians, insects and other arthropods, trees and shrubs, herbaceous plants, lichens and fungi, and the night sky. Every household in my neck of the woods should have a copy of the Kaufman Field Guide to Nature of the Midwest, which covers an incredible and well-considered array of these and more. Most toddlers wouldn't be interested at all, but this book will help parents and older siblings to answer their questions. Merlin and iNaturalist do a fairly good job of identifying birds and other animals and plants, but actual books are much more valuable because children can page through them long before they're old enough to be playing with cell phone apps. And working out one identification with a field guide exposes them to many other exciting things they may find and recognize later. Personal family field guides are very fun to create. I made a homemade book, Animals at Joey's House, for my first child, cutting out pictures from magazines for the illustrations. Now that I've amassed a huge collection of my own photos, mostly of birds, but also of common animals and a few plants, I've been creating Walter's Book of Nature. Each laminated page has two or three photos of a species, along with a little information, often mentioning how and where Walter saw it. Each page has two holes punched in the side, and I simply tied them together, though binder rings would work just as well. I'll keep adding species over time. 
Just about all of us use our ears as well as our eyes to identify at least some birds. Several books out there have buttons to press that play songs, such as the excellent Backyard Bird Song Guide by Donald Krudsma and the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. Make sure to listen to these books, especially low-cost ones, before purchasing them, because tiny, cheap speakers in some of them distort the lowest and highest frequencies. Donald Krutzma just wrote a brand new bird song guide, Listen to the Birds, that covers 20 eastern and 20 western species of North America. This book has a new and exciting gimmick that Walter finds amazing and engrossing. It requires the use of a smartphone or tablet. First, you download and install the free Birdie Memory app using a QR code at the start of the book. Then, when you point your phone's camera at any of the book's vivid and appealing images, the screen makes the bird come alive with animation as well as sound, almost as if we'd entered the Harry Potter world. Walter loves when we read that book together. The inviting and interesting text provides a lot of fun and fascinating information about each species that will help the adults explain what those bird songs mean. The best field guides published or do-it-yourself with or without bird sounds are simply word books to help us expand our toddlers' vocabularies to understand more of their world. Most children prefer stories with characters and plots at bedtime, so next time I'll focus on bird books that tell a story that at least one toddler I know enjoys. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.